Hey, ho, what do you know? It's time for the Matt Dean Clark Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to a very special podcast and a special format. Now the format's essentially the same, but this is kind of a bonus episode and I'm going to do this every once in a while. Um, Not all the time, so don't get too excited, but this is kind of, you know, the holiday season, so giving this extra gift... (laughs) Believe me, no one's looking at this as an extra holiday gift, but this is an extra podcast, and the format is still essentially the same, same topics, all that, but I'm going to do a different segment each day, Monday through Friday, and then release it on either Friday or Saturday as a weekly review, Um, and it'll be weak in the sense of W-E-A-K, just not solid material. (laughs) But that's okay. Uh, But anyways, uh, yeah, so we'll be doing that. Um, So we'll start with today. This is Monday, December 18th. It's 6.08 in the p.m. in the post-meridian, if you will, and I will. Um, And we'll start with uh, checking in. So we like to do checking in segments on the show, kind of your um, or our or mine, if you will, um, audio diary, where I can kind of tell you a little bit about what's going on in my life and i've had a lot go on last night and stuff that i'm dealing with the repercussions of today which is um i hit a raccoon yeah i was driving on the freeway uh 169 south and i was on about a mile away from the 394 east cutoff uh going from my parents place to my current place here in minneapolis where i'm recording this and um, I'm driving down, and this raccoon <laughs> just jumps into the freeway, and uh, it was crazy. And the thing was uh, rather beautiful, majestic looking, but um, definitely was freaked out and was going back and forth. And I thought it was going to leave my lane, and it was going to be all good, like I dodged a bullet, a furry bullet, uh, but I did not. The last second, he ran back into my car. I don't know if he's attracted to the headlights. I think I've heard that with animals. Sometimes they're just attracted to the to the beams. Um, and he just, I did put my brights on right then. So maybe that's why. No, I didn't do that. But the thing just jumps right back into me, hits the side, my front right bumper, and I slammed into that thing. Um, uh, and no one was hurt. You know, I was fine just driving by myself. Um, no other vehicles involved. And actually, I take that back. I like to say no one was hurt, but that raccoon was hurt bad. That was, yeah, that was not good for that raccoon. Um, I feel like it looked at me, too, like right as it, because you, you got to see it so up close and personal. I feel like it looked up at me. We locked eyes. And maybe I'm reading into these things, but I could tell it was glassy-eyed as if it wanted me, like glassy eyes that were telling me a story of, can you help me find some way to help me? But I couldn't help that little rat. And I just plowed right into it. It was so bad. Oh man. But they say that though, when you're driving, like you shouldn't be um, swerving as well. Like in that moment, I was like, well, he's either going to be totally out of the lane or he's going to come into me, but I can't swerve my vehicle because then I could cause an accident or even worse damage. 
So, yeah, I put a uh, crack and dent in my car. Um, so now I'm dealing with that today of trying to figure out where to take it in, get estimates and all that great, happy stuff. You know, I, I feel like everyone is kind of like that where they're like, um, you know what? I feel really good. You know what I could do in the holiday season? I feel like I want to I wanna spend more money on my car. <laughs> so, listen, you ask for a Christmas miracle and you get one. And that thing, that miracle slammed into my hood <laughs> inside of my car. Um, I saw it reminded me of uh, after one of the shoots of Ghost Hunters. We had just finished a shoot and we're kind of caravanning it back from the location to our crew hotel. And the vehicle in front of my vehicle um, had, you know, our camera crew guys and uh, they were in the vehicle and they're driving ahead and we see this turkey just jump out and uh all kind of crazy and frantic and the turkey just jumps out and we see the camera van just slam into this thing head on and you just see this big billowing uh cloud of feathers just go all around the vehicle as that thing was just pulverized but the guy did the right thing he didn't swerve because if he did he would have swerved right in that so i was thankful that he didn't do that. Um, and normally, you know, so this is just the checking in segment, but it did randomly, there was a news story that came out today that made me think of this too, where they were talking about, there was this large Swedish study that uncovered a paradox about people diagnosed with an excessive fear of serious illness. So hypochondriacs, apparently they tend to die earlier than people who aren't hypervigilant about health concerns. Um, so yeah, people with this disorder are unable to shake their fears. These hypochondriacs, if you will, they can't shake their fears despite normal physical exams and lab tests. Um, researchers found that people with the diagnosis have an increased risk of death from both natural and unnatural causes. Um, chronic stress and its impact on the body could explain some of the difference. Uh, wow. So, and also other specifics of overall death rates were higher in the people with hypochondriasis, which I'm sure I nailed that pronunciation. How can I not? Um, but it says that people with the condition died younger than the others, a mean age of 70 versus 75. So about five year difference, obviously. Uh, their risk of death from circulatory and respiratory disease were also higher. So there you go with that. Um, and in this case, if, you know, what made me think of it is, you know, hypochondriacs always fear everything. Um, but this is one that I hadn't feared before. I never thought a, um, a giant raccoon would jump out and slam into my car. But now it's a fear that I will have <laughs> constantly. <laughs> Right, it is Tuesday, December 19th, 5.01 p.m., and uh, let's do a random news story of the day. Let's get right into it, shall we? I think we shall. Um, as far as anything new today, not too much. I just went and got a uh, flu vaccine, um, so went and got uh, that shot, and then had some Taco Bell, and I can't tell which is making me feel worse. <laughs> Um, no, Taco Bell can do no wrong. 
It's a fact. Uh, but news story of the day, this actually happened over the weekend, but wanted to cover this um, this week because I don't think we'll talk about it on the, um, the proper, uh, regular, normal pod. But um, this was more than two dozen people were rescued from a large ice flow that strong winds broke free from the shoreline of Upper Red Lake in northwestern Minnesota, uh, officials say. Uh, so that's crazy. So a bunch of people were just stranded on this ice flow. And if you are like me and were like, what is a flow? Um, like, I think that I knew what it was, just a chunk of ice. And uh, But listen, I don't claim to be a smart man. So I Googled that, and it is. Ice flow is a large pack of floating ice. So there you go. So you got a bunch of people, more than two dozen, hanging out on a shard of ice. Uh, Sheriff Jason Riggs told the Star Tribune that uh, the fire and rescue personnel with help from Minnesota DNR um, got an airboat to bring to shore the 27 anglers who had been stranded on the sheet of ice Sunday. So this was from 5 p.m. to past 8 p.m. Wow. I'm glad I wasn't there because if I was there, I'd be like, hey. They'd be like, yeah. Are you guys stuck on, on the ice? Yeah, you you guys are dummies. Uh, this happens every year where people just try to ice fish way before it's time. <laughs> and they're just like, really, they're not going to uh, learn from people's past mistakes. Um, and I wonder how many of these 27, if there's anyone that's a repeat offender. Like, oh, yeah, this happened to Carl uh, actually every year since the 80s. <laughs> Uh, despite the ample thickness of some of the ice, uh, the wind gusts of at least 40 miles an hour sent the flow into open waters. Uh, the sheriff said, every year we deal with this. There's always, You just hear the uh, anger <laughs> in his quote. Uh, there's always this potential depending on which way the winds blow. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Take some advice for these guys. And don't be these guys. Audio's rolling. Hey, everybody. Way. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to that smooth audio. It is Wednesday, December 20th at 8.18 p.m. It's 35 degrees. And welcome. Welcome to the show. We got Brett. We got Clark. We're all just hanging out, getting ready for the Christmas episode. How are you guys doing? How are you yes, fellas yes. doing? I'm good. I don't know if I know how to unmute my microphone while <laughs> this screen is still up. <laughs> Well, listen, but maybe I can. We're always a work in progress, just like yes. everybody. Your microphone's muted? It's hard for me to tell. Yeah, so I guess a little bit of uh, random stuff to talk about before we really get cooking on this Christmas special. Yeah. Um, Who let you cook? Uh, yeah, no one should. Um, I'm actually not too bad of a cook. I'm not the best. I'm just mean like the joke, like letting someone cook, like yeah. do their thing. Right. Um, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you what you I know? did get cooking. That was my uh, um, bloodstream when I got my flu shot yesterday i don't know why i do this i always do it like right before the holidays and i'm always like oh it'll be fine but i always get sick and feel horrible the next couple of days and so last night i was just like waking up in sweats and really screaming out Brett's yeah name. you get a little there's a little flu in the shot it is mm. yeah it's all flu no there's like it's 100 inert flu. ingredients and stuff uh let's start with this random story too uh 
a Minnesota. I wanted to talk about this because it's a Minnesota story, and we got to keep that Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota mentioned. Yep, Minnesota mentioned. <laughs> uh, Minnesota sheriff's deputy assisted local police with an unusual situation and showed off his cowboy skills by lassoing a goat that was on the loose. Uh, would you guys ever do that if you had a saw a goat on the loose? Would you ever try to lasso it? Yeah, why not? Hmm. Do I have a lasso? Though? Wouldn't it try to attack you? Goats can be vicious, can't they? Billy goats can. Billy goat. Yeah, gross. Billy goats gruff. Billy. <laughs> Billy got some pretty gruff. Bad joke. That's like my dad joke. Um, the Olmstead County Sheriff's Office said on social media that Deputy Tyler Hyden self-dispatched to help the police, Rochester police, with a goat that was running loose in a residential neighborhood. Um, Hyden's body camera footage shows the deputy using a length of rope he borrowed from a local store to show off a hidden talent of his. Um, his hidden talent was strangling a goose to death with his bare hands. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. But it shows him uh, twirling the rope before throwing a loop at the running goat, successfully lassoing the animal. I've tried to like do a lasso. Yeah, I can't. No. Well, don't no like legit lassos. Like the end is they have like material on it, so the circle stays taut. That's what I always thought. Yeah. yeah that's so if what you I try with too. if you try with regular, that's what I taught. Sorry. Is what you were taught? <laughs> but if, uh, yeah, if you try it with regular rope, that's why it's going to be kind of flimsy. Yeah, it'll be loosey-goosey. Right. Um, but uh, the goat was turned over to local animal control and was later returned to its owner. More specifically, the owner's dinner plate after it was cooked alive. So there you go with that. You guys going to have some uh, fresh goat? Yeah, um, some burria. Yeah. For uh, Christmas dinner, some Christmas goat. Goat uh, cheese. Ooh. No, I'm going to have rib roast. Are you? Yeah, isn't that that's like what everyone does? Roast beast? A little ro- rib roast? Yeah. Hmm. What do you got? Ribeye right? roast. You have a couple of hot dogs? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boil some hot dogs. Craft <laughs> dinner with hot, chopped up hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Christmas spirit. You know what they say. What do they say, Brett? That's what, no, that's, that uh, I what think that's say. what they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Should we get this uh, show cooking? We probably should. <laughs> Because we're, we're floundering out here. Oh, I don't think so. This we're, is we're, we some of our best material we've ever done. We're floundering. Oh, we're under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back. It is Thursday, December 21st, and 11.09 in the p.m., and it is super cold out there. What uh, I just got back. I've been running some uh, Christmas shopping errands um, doing that. Some would say last minute. Most people would say last minute, but listen, you know, sometimes that just happens. Um, and I can tell it happens to a lot of people because it was packed. All the stores were packed. But it is uh, 36 degrees, so nice and brisk out there for you. But uh, yes, uh, we are doing today, let's do the segment of entertainment news. Um, I feel like it's been kind of a slow week for entertainment news, but we'll still cover some random stories for you. Um, also in uh, breaking news that you should know this while on my uh, journey to find different um, kind of stocking stuffers, if you will, um, I got, uh, I found something else that 
you know, I assume no one's going to get this for me as a present or even a stocking stuff or even want to be caught dead with the product themselves. <laughs> and that is Spam, the new version of Spam, the new flavor, which is maple. So that's maple Spam. I found that on my adventures this evening. So I will be trying the new maple Spam and I'll give you a full um, kind of breakdown on what I thought of it. But I have a feeling I might like it because I'm a big Spam fan. Anyways, um, so there you go with that. But uh, yeah, stay tuned <laughs> for more spam updates. Um, yeah, let's go right to. Um, uh, oh, also driving around too. I was listening to uh, Christmas Wish, which is something that uh, Dave Ryan's morning show does. And I don't know if you've heard them, but it's really good. But they do this thing, Christmas Wish, where people can write in and grant. Uh, Christmas wishes to people that have had a really tough year or tough go of life um, and people nominate people and so for every day in December they do these really emotional gut-wrenching stories and you listen to them and I just cry every day <laughs> and, and so that's what I was listening to on my journeys that I just got back from um, and uh, yeah so I was just a big puddle of tears and uh, I should probably delete that because I know most people think of me as like, you know, a bodybuilder, weightlifter, kind of tough guy. But, you know, sometimes behind that exterior of muscle, there is a, uh, you know, real sensitive soul, you know. Uh, but, yeah, let's do entertainment news. Enough jibber jabber for me. Uh, let's talk about Joe Coy is just announced as the new host of the Golden Globes. Um, I kind of dip in and out of that show you know, here and there. So I'm not a huge avid watcher of that program. But uh, if you're a Joe Coy fan, maybe you will. Or if you're not, maybe you'll continue to not watch the Golden Globes. That could always be. It could work in favor for the Golden Globes or against it, clearly. Uh, but, um, yeah, the ceremony either way will take place on January 7th, and it'll be broadcast live on the old CBS. So there you go. Um, so a big fan... Um, I'm a big fan of SNL, and one of my favorite SNL castmates was uh, Taron Killam. I think he's so funny, and some of his other shows that he's done um, are just so good. But he uh, just came out and was talking about um, that he worked on the show, The Amanda Show, uh, while he was in high school. And um, he wanted to make sure that he didn't miss his high school graduation. And so the producers of the Amanda show, which he was on decided that they would get him a limousine and get him from the filming to the ceremony. Uh, but he had to miss the rehearsal cause that's when he was the same time when he was actually shooting the show. So he couldn't actually make the rehearsal. And apparently according to the rules of the school at the time, that meant that he wasn't allowed to walk at graduation. So he was there just sitting in the audience. But yeah, that is uh yeah, that is that is nuts, but it seems like he still graduated. So I don't know, is the walking missing the walking that big of a deal? Um I feel like I heard from friends of mine and I know it's not a big shocker that I have friends that are nerds um because I am quite the nerd myself. Um believe it or not, also a shocker. Um big buff tough nerd but um i could have sworn some of my friends even practiced their graduation walk <laughs> it's like 
listen, you guys aren't models and you're not trying to figure out the proper way to walk down the runway. I think you're going to be fine. Just kind of do the normal right foot in front of the left foot thing. And then, you know, things will kind of fall into place from there, I feel like. Uh, but there you go. Very interesting. And the Amanda show I've never seen. That's Amanda Bynes. But um, I don't know. Write in if you are a fan of that show. I guess it's a sketch comedy show with Amanda and Taryn Killam and a bunch of people. Um that, uh, that you'll probably recognize. Josh Peck, I saw. Drake Bell. Um, but there you go with that. Okay, so moving from there, let's go to... Recently, there was a uh, commercial that reunited the Mean Girls cast. And you had Lindsay Lohan, Lacey Chabert, uh, Amanda Seyfried, um, Daniel Franze. Um, but it didn't have Rachel McAdams. And so I didn't see the commercial, but apparently a lot of people liked it um, and were big fans. And But they were wondering why no Rachel McAdams. And apparently it wasn't anything too crazy, but I guess the big thing, the answer was just that she said this recently that, I don't know, I guess I wasn't that excited about doing a commercial, if I'm being totally honest, she said. I've never done commercials, and it just didn't feel like my bag. Well, there you go. Got to respect that honesty. And she said, I didn't know that everyone was doing it either so she added that she goes i would of course always love to be part of a mean girls reunion and hang with my plastics but yeah i found that out later (laughs) i feel like that's bad news for the producers of the commercial i think someone in in production definitely messed up on that one It is 10.43, Friday, December 22nd. Hey, everybody. Um, Yeah, let's get right into it. We'll do uh, TV reviews, and I got a book review for you, too. So we got that all coming at you. And then uh, check it out, too. We got a uh, Christmas special that will be dropping later today, and then a New Year's Eve special next week. So, uh, yeah, we've been doing these the last two years, I think, for sure. Um, as my voice goes up, cause I'm wondering, is it for sure? Um, but, uh, yeah, if you haven't heard the other ones, check those out too. I mean, some would say they're, they're holiday classics. Um, and for the new year's Eve one, you could time it just right. Um, to when the ball drops at the end of the episode and you could sing, um, and send in the new year with us as we sing and send in the new year. Um, my voice sounds a little groggy. It's funny. Um, I'm, it's, you know, almost 11, <laughs> but I am still trying to wake up. I was up late uh, wrapping presents, as I'm sure so many people were doing and continue to do so this holiday season, getting ready. And I feel like I'm not even that last minute, but it felt like it, even though people have today, Friday, all day today, and they got Saturday. Um, and I'm sure some people might even probably push it Christmas Eve day, because uh, a lot of people don't do the Christmas present opening until Christmas Day proper. But I know my family, we tend to do the Christmas Eve um, deal, so we open everything Christmas Eve. Uh, what's your guys' traditions? I'll I'll hold. You tell me right now. Go ahead. Just scream it into your uh, um, microphone, into your car. Um, at the stranger walking by. Go ahead. I'll give you a bit. I'll drink some coffee real quick. 
It'd be horrible if I always drink drank like that. Um, okay, so anyways, let's start with a book review I read last week. I got uh, for my birthday. I got my parents got me Stephen King's new book, Holly, um, and Holly is a character from Mister Mercedes and from Finder Finders Keepers and the Bill Hodges trilogy. So that's a character that's on. Um, oh, I guess you could see him on Mister Mercedes, the TV show too. That's on um, Peacock, which I haven't watched any of, but I've been meaning to. So I'll have to put that onto the list too. I'm on. For TV, I'm on Yellowstone season two, and it's getting nuts. Like now, I think it's Jamie, the brother, um, just killed a reporter. Spoiler alert! And I was like, uh, I don't know if I totally believe that that character, who was kind of a rational lawyer attorney type, in the first season, maybe not totally rational all the time, but for the most part, was kind of the clear-headed family member. And now he's killing a murderer. Or, sorry, killing a murder. Now he's killing a uh, reporter in cold blood <laughs> and strangling her. It's not funny, but it's like it just seems so out of character for that that guy. But um, I'm still gonna stick with it too because people love the Yellowstone, which I don't know if I'm fully on board with that yet. But I do like Taylor Sheridan and uh, um, Finest Kind. I review that I think on the New Year's Eve special. So check that one out for my review on Finest Kind. That's Taylor Sheridan's new produced movie, kind of a TV movie on Paramount, uh, Paramount Plus. But for the Stephen King book, Holly, so it's a spinoff character, and she's a detective, and it's more of a detective story. And it's kind of cool because Stephen King is friends with Michael Connelly, who writes all the Bosch books. I'm going on a Bosch kick right now. I'm trying to do all the Michael Connelly books in order, nerd alert. But it's kind of cool seeing um, Stephen King references Connolly and Bosch multiple times. And so the character of Holly being a detective is trying to figure out this case of missing people. And it's missing kids. And uh, turns out, spoiler alert, that it is um, a professor, two ex-professors from college that are now retired. But what they do is they moonlight as um, cannibalistic serial killers. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, very bizarre, but uh, steeped more in like the crazy horror of kind of real realism and not uh, a lot of his stories going to the supernatural and all that. Not so much on this one, which is kind of cool. So it just goes with a horror that could actually happen potentially. So that's great. That's frightening. Um, but I thought it was pretty good. A lot of reviews, people don't like it because he is, you know, Stephen King's got some strong opinions on COVID and he lets them fly in this book. So a lot of people, you know, if they're, um, it's very, it could be, it could be something that could throw you, especially if you're like, you know, if you're someone that's reading and just wants to get away from the last few years of our real life, you know, that could be, be like, oh, now I got it. Now I'm reading about it too. But I think he's such a great writer, and I love all of his books. So there's some there's some good stuff in there, um, and so check that out. And especially he, uh, the main detective, has this phrase of what would Bosch do. So whenever she's kind of up against it, she thinks about what the great detective Bosch would do. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, for TV, what did I watch last night? I did. The fourth episode of Reacher. Um, that one's still really good. 
great, huge, massive fight scene in this new episode where um, our four heroes take on an entire biker gang. <laughs> and it's like, it's impressive. I mean, it is brutal. And a lot of just leg breaking. Like, I don't think I've seen so much um, in-your-face leg breaking. You're like, oh, okay, that guy's paralyzed. All right, there goes hit that that person's running career. Okay, it won't be a football player. All right, um, but yeah, pretty brutal, but a good fight scene. Great, uh, great recent episode. Um, so you can check that out today because uh, I think it dropped last night. And then uh, what else did I see? Oh, I saw the fourth episode of The Curse as well. The Safdie brothers, or actually, I think it's just Benny Safdie did that one. Um, with, um, you got, uh, who do you got in there? Why am I blanking on both those? Emma Stone, um, on the curse. Emma Stone is awesome. Um, and I feel like she's having quite the year with, uh, poor things and, uh, and, um, the curse. But, um, yeah, I really like The Curse because it is just such a hard watch because it's about this couple that are trying to make a reality TV show, and they're doing it all the wrong way, and they're just horrible people. So you're watching them kind of... It's her and Nathan Fielder as this couple, and you're watching them just kind of fizzle and destroy themselves. It's pretty brutal. Um, But, yeah, there you go. Those are some uh, TV reviews in the newest Fargo, kind kind of plateauing out the new Fargo TV show. But um, that happens, I guess. So maybe they'll kind of kick it in the gear. Last last two episodes were kind of lackluster. But I think they're building towards something. Just as we're building towards the end of this particular episode, uh, thank you for checking out another edition of Not Good and the first edition of The Weekly Show as we check out a little weekly recap of what's been going on. Um, yeah, again, check out the... Uh, we have a Christmas special that's dropping in a, just later today, so stay tuned for that, and then also the New Year's Eve special next week. So, yeah. Thanks for listening and reach out at notgoodwithmat at gmail.com, notgoodwithmat at gmail.com. We will talk to you all soon. And just remember, I love you.